Welcome to Idea Gym. I'm Sheldon. I'm Jeff. And we have Ben Hardy on with us today. Uh, I know in our last episode, we promised we'd you know, talk about who, not how. But we got to discussing this, this concept, approach versus avoid. And we just want to dive in a little bit deeper here with Dr. Benjamin Hardy. We've been talking about this a lot. And, and I think we'll, we'll probably, to make it fair to our audience, we'll probably splice in some things afterwards, <laughs> the before the conversation afterwards. Previous conversation. Yeah, but can you give us, uh, again, what is this concept and, and some thoughts about it? Yeah, so as I look at it, all behavior and all motivation is either approaching something that you want or avoiding something you don't. You know, so all behavior is either approach oriented or approach motivated or, or avoid motivated. And so, you know, from my standpoint, approach motivation is far more powerful, but I also think avoid motivation is far more prevalent. So we spend a lot of our time avoiding what we don't want, thinking about what we don't want. But if you just spent that same energy clarifying what you do want and then approaching it, you'd feel a lot better about yourself. You'd make more progress what you focus on expands. What's interesting from my standpoint is this, when you focus on what you want, and when you approach it, you stop wanting the thing you were trying to avoid in the first place. If I'm addicted to sugar, as an example, I could spend all my time thinking about and trying to stop and curb that addiction. Or I could just clarify my future self as a super healthy person or set some goal that's exciting to me, like running a marathon or something. And if I just focus on that, over time, I'm going to stop wanting the thing I'm trying to avoid. So it's just a better motivation and it's uh, it's a healthier and it's more exciting and it's honestly a more motivating motivation. Yeah, I was discussing this with a few people, and one of them was like, "I use, you know, I think of my future self using an example of family relatives and and the health challenges, obesity, things like that, and how they're like, I really want to avoid that, right? And I was trying to rephrase it a little bit. It's like that's, that's kind of, I actually think it's a more of an approach because what you want is better. You know I mean? You're approaching a, a bigger, better future than what you're seeing there. Um, yeah, I think you could use that as an example to better define what you do want. You know, so for example, I have a friend who, and I wrote about him, I believe in personality and personality is impermanent, but his parents were very unhealthy and ultimately both of them died in their sixties, but they were overweight, obese. They started losing their mental capabilities and stuff like that. And that freaked him out about, the fact that that was the future self he was projecting. And so obviously he did want to avoid that, but he used that as a context to clarify what he did want, which is himself thriving in his nineties, being able to hike, travel, all those things that he wanted. So he used what he didn't want to frame what he did want. And so I think you still want to define what you want rather than just always avoiding what you don't. Cause then you're not really moving in a direction. You're just reacting against things you don't want. Oh, don't want that. Oh, don't want that. Oh, don't want that. But it's like, okay, what do you want? In which direction do you want to go? Use the avoid to inform where where you want to approach. I think that's a great way. thing. I think, yeah. Use use what you want to avoid to clarify and define what you want to approach. I was, okay, this is another thought I was thinking about. Maybe you can give us more insights here. It's about, I think avoid, it's painful, right? It can It can be both fear or pain or both, you know, they can be related. Um, but one of the reasons it's not a great long-term motivator, I feel like pain avoidance can be a very strong short-term motivation, but eventually the circumstances change, life changes. You know, we talked about, you mentioned compulsion addiction, but eventually, you know, whether it's, we used our metaphor about the garden, you got good at pulling out the weeds. So there just aren't many there. So you just quit focusing on it. Like the pain subsides, right? Uh, what do you think about this idea of, of avoidance? 
like the reasons why avoidance doesn't really result in lasting change. So I will say I'm not like anti-avoid, you know, like there's things where you could and should avoid, you know what yeah. I mean? Both are good motivators, but from my standpoint, approach motivation is 10 X more powerful and more useful in getting where you want to go. Whereas avoid can only help you realize what you don't want. Got it. But uh, yeah, avoid motivation. I look at it a few different ways. Like if, if I'm trying to avoid, avoid something I myself am doing, you know, a dysfunctional behavior, I keep distracting myself on Facebook. Um, if I'm constantly thinking about avoiding that, I'm going to burn out my willpower, you know, cause you're literally trying to, you're, you're in an uh, internal debate against yourself. You don't want this thing and you're trying to avoid it, but at the same time you kind of want it. And so that creates decision fatigue and ultimately you wear yourself down. And so that's the willpower approach. Like avoid reminds me. So there's, there's another nuance. So there's approach and avoid motivation. There's also push and pull motivation. So avoid reminds me a lot of push where you're trying to push yourself to do something, you know, or um, you know, it's just, it's a willpower approach. Whereas pull is where you're being pulled towards something you want. So push and pull is kind of like intrinsic versus extrinsic. You can actually push yourself towards something you want, or you can be pulled toward it. But yeah, I, I just look at approach as it's not sustainable because it, it's ultimately kind of a willpower way. And it's not really that creative. It's more reactive. I still on an, so that's internal external. Mm -hmm. I could look at a lot of things and say, don't want that. And so I can use those as good signposts, you know, um, mm -hmm. but only, I think it's only helpful if I use those to clarify what I want and use, you know, become self-determined. Self-determination means that you choose what you want. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, yeah. yeah, I don't know if I'm making any sense right now. Yeah. So you're <laughs> using all of the things you're avoiding to really help you define what you want. Right. So it's like, Rather than, because once you start focusing on those things, I, I think it's true that our, your willpower wanes pretty quickly. And well, that, that's at least on internal stuff. If you're trying to avoid bad behavior, trying to avoid various people, you're putting all your energy on the thing you don't want. Um, you're trying to avoid it. How I look at it is decision fatigue is a lot weaker than just making a decision. Decision is approach motivated. So if I make a decision that I no longer want to hang out with these types of people, that's an approach motivation. Whereas if I say, I'm going to try to avoid those bad influences, that's an avoid, um, an avoid motivation. Making a clear cut decision is an approach and making a clear decision removes decision fatigue. Cause once you make a decision, you never have to think about it again. And so I would prefer rather than spending my time trying to avoid something I don't want to make a decision about what I do want and making my life for my future self easier rather than my life for my future self harder. Racking my brain around this and because I feel like it's blowing my mind. So decision fatigue is different than making decision. Decision fatigue. I is would argue the decision fatigue. I would say decision fatigue is the avoidance of making a decision. Yes. Yeah. Got it. It's why you're still back and forth because you haven't yet decided. So you're still trying to avoid this thing you don't want, but you haven't yet just said, I'm done with this. Yeah. I mean, and so I'm going to make a decision like, and I'm going to design my environment to fix it. And, you know, and so what were you going to say, Jeff? Oh, so, yeah. Like you haven't completely let go. of. You're still, there's still this debate. Like, even though you don't want it, there's still this debate in your head of whether you're, you're actually going to commit. You're to avoiding that. making the decision, which is why you're still in the decision phase process. You know, you're, you, you haven't decided yet. You're avoiding making a decision and you're burning yourself out as a result. It's actually more exhausting to not make decisions than to make decisions. Cause at least after you've made a decision, you no longer have to think about it. You, 
you're no longer grinding down your willpower. <laughs> like it, it's just, it, I'm done. I, I know I don't want that, you know? And yeah. so I think it, it requires getting more courageous at trusting yourself. And it's like, once you kind of got the gut that you no longer want this thing in your life, quit avoiding yeah. it and just make an approach decision. So that's awesome. So I guess going back to giving our listeners like some actionable step, that seems like a really powerful one to me is how would you suggest people get better at making decisions rather than getting caught in this decision fatigue cycle? Because I think we do the decision fatigue thing, but I don't know that we know how to get out of it. Yeah. I think it's good to catch yourself when you're actually distracting yourself because you're distracting yourself because you're avoiding making a decision. You're distracting yourself because you're avoiding taking action. You're distracting yourself because you're overcomplicating or you're afraid of, you know, uncertainty is a big reason for avoid. Um, you know, for a content creator, for example, you don't know what to say. And because you haven't created an outline, you're just going to avoid making a podcast that day because <laughs> you're uncertain what you're going to do. And so sometimes it just requires getting some quick clarity. Okay. I've now got my outline. So now I feel confident enough to go create it. I don't know. I no longer need to avoid this action. So sometimes you just need to like remove the uncertainty. And sometimes you just have to em embrace the uncertainty. You got to realize, I don't know what the outcome's specifically going to be, but I'm going to, I'm going to go forward anyways. Whereas mm -hmm. if you can spend a year paralysis by analysis and never get any clearer, you know? And so if you need to get a little clarity so that you can feel confident taking the action, that's cool. Or you just courageously take the action and figure out what to do from there rather than spending a year or two or three trying to figure out the idea for your book, just freaking write a bad book. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. and, and halfway through, you'll know what to do. You'll know more than your former self knew. And so I, a lot of times motivation is blocked because you, you just need the next step or, and so sometimes it's just needing that next step. I know. For example, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say courage to take action, right? Sometimes we are just the freaking just to take action. Or just the presence of mind to sit and make an outline. Give yourself, okay, I <laughs> know I need clarity. to do these three things right now. That's all I need. Boom. I'll worry about the elephant in a minute. I'm just going to eat this small piece. And so you can stop avoiding the elephant and you can just break it down into a small piece, you know? So a lot of times you just need clarity to take that next step and you don't need that much clarity, but because you're so fogged out by the big picture, you're just avoiding the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. So sometimes just chunk it down, just chunk it down, get clear on the next step so that you can then take whatever action is required <laughs> and, and just, just, and that is an approach behavior, by the way, it's just, what is the next step sitting yeah. and saying, what do I need to do right now in order to get where I want to go? Okay. Got that. Now I can take that next step rather than avoiding it. Cause now I know that this is the next step. It's just like. I just well, think sometimes just, we just get fogged up. Which anyway, is yeah. also why so many of us like to be told what to do rather than try and figure it out, figure things out. Right. I think we, we want the plan given to us and it's we just not responsibility reality. For our own lives and someone else Here's the us. thought I'll leave you with is a true approach. Motivation is you either wanting to get clear about what needs to be done or being clear about what needs to be done and doing it. And so if I don't know what to do, the most important approach motivation thing I can do is figure out what I need to do right now. Um, that's approach is figuring out what do I need to do right now? Or what do I want to do right now? Or why am I blocked? You know, what do I want to accomplish today? It's just taking a step forward. I'd say yeah. avoid is trying to avoid going backwards. 
approach is you taking the most honest step forward right now. It's the most honest step forward you can take. That's the most clear approach you can take. Thank you for listening. That was a great conversation we had with Dr. Benjamin Hardy. What an awesome concept. We've been loving it. This approach and avoid mentality is huge and it's a total game changer. Just a simple flip of the mindset and make real lasting change. Now, in addition to that, Ben Hardy shares an idea that he got from Dan Sullivan, who's the number one entrepreneurial coach in the world. It's called Who Not How. And guess what? Just for being a listener on our show, we are going to give you a free Kindle copy of his best-selling book, Who Not How, that just came out. It's awesome. Already changing the game for us on the podcast. The only thing we ask in return is that you leave us a review or send us some feedback. We love to hear from you guys. And most of all, go put an idea to work today.